0: On today's episode, the Chicago Blackhawks have reassigned Alex Vlasic to the Rockford Icehawks of the AHL with Jake McCabe officially cleared to return in Friday's home opener. I'll go over all the repercussions of that move and what it means for fellow defensemen Alec Regula and Philip Bruce, and then I'll wrap things up by providing some updates on the NHL salary cap. All that and plenty more right here on Lockdown Blackhawks. Your Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Blackhawks podcast, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Today is Wednesday, October 19th. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find me out on Twitter. At Jack Bushman2. Or you could also go and check out my strictly Blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. And if you're listening to the audio version of today's episode and you like what you're hearing, then please be sure to go and show some support first by following the podcast. You can also go and rate the show with five stars. And if you're tuning in through Apple Podcasts or through Spotify, And you can also go and leave me a review, review, which I would greatly appreciate. And the best part about it all is that it's 100% for free wherever you may be listening to your podcast. Go and follow the show right now, and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. And if you're not already watching the video version of today's episode, then you got to be sure to go and check out Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube, because every episode moving forward throughout the entirety of the regular season is going to have videos uploaded to YouTube as well. So if you haven't done so already, please go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. I really would appreciate all the help that I could get, folks. Each and every subscriber means more than all of you know. So please go and take the two seconds to subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube. Also, go and smash the like button down below on this video as well. And comment as to how you feel about Alex Vlasic being reassigned to the Rockford Icehogs of the AHL. And last, go and ring that bell, turn on the push notifications, and that way you can get notified when the episode gets uploaded to YouTube each and every day. All right. Good morning, everyone. Thank you all for joining me on another episode of Lockdown Blackhawks, your one-stop shop for all things Chicago Blackhawks. And thank you all for making the show your first listen here to start off your day. To kick things off this morning on the show, folks, let's get right into some of the latest roster moves that we saw from the Blackhawks yesterday. While uh, the team has these uh, three days in a row here yesterday, today, and Thursday, uh, they'll be practicing each of those days down at 5th, 3rd Arena ahead of their home opener on Friday night at the United Center against the Detroit Red Wings. The first move that we saw the Blackhawks make yesterday was sending Alex Vlasic, the 21 year old defenseman of course, stepped onto the scene late last year, got in uh, 15 games with the Hawks, uh, looked pretty sharp, and then kind of carried that momentum over, I thought, throughout the summer at Prospect Development Camp and uh, in the preseason and in training camp, I thought he looked really, really solid as well. But he has officially been reassigned to the Rockford IceHogs of the AHL, and this shouldn't necessarily be... Be all that surprising just simply due to a numbers game on the back end for the Blackhawks right now, and also where a couple of their other young defensemen are right now in terms of their own development. I'll get into that here in just a moment. Uh, But it it seemed like it really was only just a matter of time for Vlasic to get set back to Rockford, right? I had talked about this a few times on the past week, and it just seems like the Blackhawks and GM Kyle Davidson are, are really valuing what they have right now. Down in the AHL with the Ice Hogs, tight knit group filled with players that you know they're hopeful are going to be part of this rebuild here in Chicago and will be uh, a massive, pe- massive pieces to the puzzle moving forward down the road. And, and yeah, Davidson <clears throat> really it seems like wants to keep that group together. They're expected to be competing uh, to get into the Calder Cup playoffs once again this season, and you know th- there's guaranteed minutes down there in Rockford for a guy like Vlasic or for Lucas Reichel, Isaac Phillips, Jakob Galvis, Arvid Soderblom, and that there's guaranteed minutes, guaranteed time, guaranteed opportunities to be the guy down there. And it's just clear that's what Davidson values right now. So just kind of based on how they went about handling a couple of the other prospects in the past few weeks, like I just mentioned, Reichel, uh, excuse me, Phillips and Galvis, Arvid Soderblom not being the backup, being the starter in the AHL, uh, it, it shouldn't be too surprising that Alex Blasik is now joining them. But I, I do want to say this really doesn't have anything to do with his game. It's just more so uh, the situation that the team is in right now. They have a lot of guys already up on their NHL roster on defense, and you know they can afford to be uber-patient with these prospects right now and make sure they get extra seasoned down with Rockford. So don't take this move as like a, a slight or a knock on Vlasic's game, because I really do believe uh, not only did he handle his own in the preseason and look good there, but uh, I think he does have the game already to be in the lineup each and every night for this Blackhawks team up at the NHL. Uh, but they, they're just clearly... Wanting to make sure all these guys, all these higher end prospects, guys who have pretty good upside, are 120, 130, 150, 200% ready to move up to that next level. So now for Vlasic, it's just kind of about going down there, going down to the A, rounding out his game. Uh, he'll get, like I mentioned, more ice time in those high leverage situations, penalty kill I don't know if he'll play on the power play, but he's going to be relied on to, you know, be their shutdown guy down there. And, you know, that's what he and Isaac Phillips, I think, can really provide. And they're both going to get probably 20 plus minutes a game, I'd assume, as long as they're down there. So uh, it's still a really good situation for Alex Vlasic to be in. I know there are probably some folks out there who are upset or disappointed that uh, Vlasic isn't up with the NHL, up at the NHL level with the Blackhawks right now, but. I still think this is a very good situation for him to be in. Again, the Blackhawks can afford to be really patient right now. So uh, I do think this is a good spot for Alex Vlasic. And if he goes down there and works hard night in and night out and just tries to get better, tries to fully round out his game, uh, in not too long, we're going to have a really good shutdown defenseman on our hands and Alex Vlasic, folks. And we even heard Coach Luke Richardson say that when he talked with the media yesterday regarding this move. He mentioned Alex Vlasic is an NHL defenseman. And if you've been watching this team, you've been following them so far this year and late last season, I think we all feel the same about Alex Vlasic. At 21 years old, he's already really impressive and he, he looks the part already. So if he just continues to further develop and take some strides in a few more areas to really round out his game, still has plenty of years to add some more muscle and become even more of a physical presence in his own zone. We know he's six foot six, and he has that ridiculously long reach. Like His stick is able to break up so many plays because his, his reach is just so long. If he can add weight and become really a rugged defender, I mean, I'm really stoked about the potential for Alex Vlasic. So still a good spot for him to be in. And yeah, like I said, I think we're going to have a really good shutdown defenseman on our hands one day not too far down the road in 21-year-old Alex Vlasic. All right, there are the latest updates on Blasic getting sent back down to the Rockford Ice Hogs. Coming up in just a moment, I will talk about Jake McCabe being cleared from his neck injury to return to the lineup on Friday night. But first, I need to talk to you all about Built Bar, which is the protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. And if you haven't tried Bilt Bar Puffs yet, then you are seriously missing out on one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor, Cookie Dough Chunk Puffs, have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. Cookie dough chunk puffs are also only 160 calories and have a whopping 15 grams of grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com right now to snag a box for you and the family. It'll be the perfect treat, or you can also kind of do what I did. You can find a really good hiding place and just hoard them all for yourselves because you're going to love these new cookie dough chunk puffs. Built Bar actually just sent me a box. I got to try them and they're remarkable. Like it's hard to believe that these are actually protein bars. These things are actually good for you. feels like you're just having a square of cookie dough right out of the the toll house container or whatever it is. They're that good. They're really tasty. And it's hard to fathom how these things only have 160 calories and 15 grams of protein. Whether you need a snack for your workout a late-night treat, or you just need to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar for you. All you have to do right now is go to Bilt.com, and if you use the promo code LOCKDOWN15, then you will get 15% off your next order. You just got to use the promo code LOCKDOWN15 when you go to Bilt.com right now. All right, we're back here on the Lockdown box podcast. Segment two, we also heard from the Blackhawks yesterday that defenseman Jake McCabe has been cleared to play by the doctors and looks set to make his season debut on Friday night in the home opener when the Detroit Red Wings come to town. Of course, McCabe, uh, there was the announcement right before training camp that he had underwent cervical spine surgery, which, you know, sounds very serious. Uh, I'm no doctor and am not the most knowledgeable when it comes to that type of stuff, but it sounds like it's a pretty serious surgery and we heard that McCabe was expected to miss somewhere in the ballpark of ten to twelve weeks, and at the time looked like he was gonna be out for you know the first month of the season, probably wasn't gonna be able to rejoin the Blackhawks until you know maybe the midway point of November at best case scenario uh, but actually. When the Blackhawks made that announcement, McCabe had already undergone the surgery and was already in the recovery process. So that 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 part being left out by the Blackhawks really threw all us media folk in a loop because the first, you know, day or two of training camp, we're out there seeing Jake McCabe like basically practicing in full, not taking like a lot of contact, but participating in all the drills for the most part. And we're all looking at each other like wait, this guy underwent surgery like a week ago? Like, are the Blackhawks just being reckless here or or is he Superman? But that actually neither wound up being the case. McCabe was already, you know, a couple of weeks into the recovery process and looks like he's only going to end up missing the first three games of the regular season here for the Blackhawks. So great to see that Jake McCabe, you know, is obviously feeling better. We've seen him on the ice for quite some time now. So we knew the recovery process was going well. Now it looks like, He's set to go, ready to return to game action on Friday night. That's going to be a big boost to this Blackhawks defense, man, because in those first couple of games, I don't want to uh, – I don't mean to knock Philip Rue or Alec Regula, who I'm about to talk to in just a second, but when those two are paired up on the third pairing, Jack Johnson's getting top-line minutes, Jared Tenorti's playing second-line minutes. It's like, oh, this is going to be so bad for the Blackhawks. They were so banged up on defense to open up the season. Nice to see that Caleb Jones has been able to come back, though it's been kind of a shoddy start for him. Uh, Hopefully Jake McCabe won't be on that same path. He really turned things around last year for the Blackhawks after getting off to a shaky start. Put up some really good numbers offensively too. Uh, Actually posted some career highs, did Jake McCabe. But more so than anything, the Blackhawks need him to be a sturdy presence in the defensive zone, and hopefully that's what we'll be getting when McCabe returns to the lineup on Friday night. But with McCabe set to make his return, another thing I wanted to be sure to mention on the show here, folks, that now gives the Blackhawks eight defensemen on their NHL roster currently. They got Seth Jones, Jake McCabe, Connor Murphy, Caleb Jones, Jared Tenorti, Jack Johnson, then Alec Regula, and Philip Bruce. And might be time for another one of those defensemen to get sent back down to Rockford, although. One thing I will say is the Blackhawks currently have just 13 forwards on their active roster, so they can't afford to keep eight defensemen around until Boris Kachuk returns from his ankle injury, which will probably be here in the next two to three weeks, if I had to guess. So maybe the Blackhawks do decide to keep both Regula and Philip Ruse around. It's just a a really tough situation, I think. Uh, We've seen Alec Regula now scratched. In each of the last two games for the Blackhawks, which is something I just personally don't agree with. Like, I know I I talked about this in an episode the other day. I get there are things to learn from the press box, and I get you can still grow your game by watching from afar. But I feel like Alec Regula should be getting those reps, especially when, you know, the Blackhawks defense was a little banged up. We're playing Jared Frickin' Tenority. Like, we're not learning anything about playing Jared Tenority. I don't care how well he's playing, which hasn't really been all that well, other than the physicality. Just, I, I have a problem with not playing Alec Regula. And sure, Philip Ruse could be ahead of him. I, I've been really impressed with what I've seen from Philip Roos. And we know there could be a clause in his contract where if he's not around with the Blackhawks, could get sent back to Sweden rather than going to Rockford. Uh, he did mention that he personally would like to stay over here in North America, but I don't know necessarily... Uh, if his opinion is going in, going to factor into that, I, I don't know if his team has full control over that decision. I don't know how it's all going to go. It's just interesting to kind of note that there could be that clause in Ruse contract and could maybe have Kyle Davidson leaning towards keeping him around, although his game might just be doing that in general because Philip Ruse, I've thought, has looked really sharp in his first three NHL games. So I, I feel like... Alec Regula could be Rockford bound, but I also feel like he's, you know, one of the guys who doesn't necessarily have to go back there, right? Like we saw good things out of him at the AHL level last season. He really made, I thought, a, a really impressive and smooth leap up to the NHL when he got action, basically the same uh, time that Alex Vlasic did. And he's a little bit older already. So I feel like Alec Regula really doesn't necessarily need Rockford, but considering how the Blackhawks have handled all their prospects in the past couple of weeks, I wouldn't be surprised if Regula does go back down, if not in the next couple of days, then probably once Boris Kachuk returns, that would give the Blackhawks 14 forwards and they can only afford to keep around seven defensemen. So just kind of uh, an interesting scenario right now for the Blackhawks on D and definitely something to keep an eye on with Jake McCabe returning to the lineup and we could possibly see Boris Kachuk coming back in the next couple of weeks as well. All right, I just wanted to say once again, thank you to everyone for making Lockdown Blackhawks your first listen, here to start off your day. Now, for your second listen, make sure to go and check out Lockdown Game-to-Game NHL Western Conference. Every moment, every top performance, and every result. Lockdown Game-to-Game covers every game from across the NHL's Western Conference with local analysis that only On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Lockdown NHL. It's available on the Odyssey app, on YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. Before I wrap things up today, folks, I also wanted to be sure to provide some updates that we heard yesterday regarding the NHL salary cap situation. Because yesterday, there was actually a four-hour Board of Governors meeting held in New York City and after the meeting, this is really all we care about. Uh, After the meeting, we heard NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman speak to the media and told them that the escrow balance that the players pay will likely be paid off by the end of this season. And that's really important because if that does end up happening, then the salary cap could jump up by as much as $4 million next summer. And that's a big difference, especially to a lot of teams out there right now. If the escrow doesn't get paid off, then the salary cap will only jump up by $1 million. I think I uh, should also get in there. But I will say it seems pretty likely that the escrow is going to get paid off. I don't think Gary B- Bettman would bring this up and kind of incite this attention around the league if this wasn't going to happen and if the salary cap wasn't going to take this jump. So I would guess that that we're going to see the salary cap go up to uh, what would that make it? 85.5 million dollars next summer, which it's going to make a huge difference. And looking at just basically all the contending teams in the NHL right now, they need that salary cap salary cap bump so badly because of this, you know, flat cap stuck at 81.5 million due to COVID 19. That's really put a lot of NHL clubs in the corner, and the Blackhawks have been a beneficiary of this for the past couple of years. I mean. Look at what they were able to get because of Brandon Hagel's super cheap and team friendly contract. They were able to get two first round picks, a potential bottom six player, and Taylor Radish, who, you know, the jury's still kind of out on him, but I think he looks like he could be a solid middle six player in the future. That was because of the salary cap situation. Look at what the Blackhawks got for Brent Seabrook from the Tampa Bay Lightning as well a free second round pick and Tyler Johnson. Now, you know, Tyler Johnson isn't exactly meshing with what the organization is trying to do right now, but still getting a a good veteran player like Tyler Johnson, who can help kind of guide the way for a lot of youngsters coming up. And also that second round pick, I mean, it's going to be massive for the Blackhawks. We saw, look, Riley Stillman, that's Jason Dickinson, who it's only been one game, but looks like a heck of a player along with another second round pick. So the salary cap has really affected a lot of teams. Obviously, the Blackhawks have been happy to kind of uh, take on some free assets in order to provide some relief. But at the same time, uh, while that will be going away, it's going to benefit every team across the NHL, regardless of the situation you're in. I mean, the contenders are going to have more money to spend. The teams that are rebuilding are going to have more opportunities and more chances to go and make big splashes moving forward. Uh I, it's just the best news possible for everyone around the NHL. So uh, there, there's just many teams, many situations right now that have been affected too negatively, and uh, staying this flat, I think I don't want to say it's it's ruined the game of hockey, but it it has to go up to account for the next contracts. You know, the Austin Matthews, the deal that he's going to get, all these guys who are going to sign massive deals. It has to go up in order to keep things fair and keep teams competitive so uh it's really good news across the league and even for the blackhawks just gives them more space moving forward plenty of opportunities you know when the time is right whenever that may be to uh go and make big splashes uh you know also kind of helps make the seth jones deal not look as terrible there's going to be a lot of bigger contracts given out these next few summers so uh good news across the entire NHL, as I referenced, regardless of the situation. And it should help the Blackhawks even more moving forward throughout this rebuild in plenty of different ways. All right, folks, I think that is going to wrap up Wednesday, October 19th episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you all again for tuning into the show and be sure to go and follow Lockdown Blackhawks right now wherever you get your podcasts. And go and subscribe to Lockdown Blackhawks on YouTube, it's 100% free, and you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. Thanks again for making Locked On Blackhawks your first listen here to start off your day. Now go and make your second listen, Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone bring you the fantasy edge and keep you ahead of the competition with daily updates of news, analysis, and advice Monday through Friday. It's available on YouTube, Odyssey, and, and wherever you get your podcast. So make sure to go and check out Lockdown Fantasy Hockey right now. Once again, thank you all for tuning into today's episode. I'm your host, Jack Bushman. You can find the boy out on Twitter at Jack Bushman2, or you can also go and check out my strictly blackhawks account at Talk and Hockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. So until tomorrow's episode, thank you all again for checking out the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast